The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to the Forever Fab podcast, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madere, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a beautiful life. And this week's episode, we have the perfect person to talk about the dedication of this week, which is to manifesting your greatness. The topic is branding you, why self-love is key for self-promotion. Welcome to my interview with Ms. Yumindi Francis. With over 15 years of experience in strategic marketing and communication, Yumindi Francis has managed brands of various sizes in many areas, including fashion, luxury, art and design, beauty, hospitality, technology, and the lifestyle genres. She's held positions at Louis Vuitton and Bottega Veneta, two of my favorites. She also has held positions as director and global vice president at top international public relations firms. Over the years, she has consulted for for brands such as the New York Times, Fendi, Celine, Pucci, Gian Vito Rossi, MoMA, Centre Pompidou in France, Rob Report Magazine, Interscope Records, Bumble, Armarium, Moet Chandon, and so many more. Yumindi is recognized as a leader in public relations and strategic marketing and has been featured in quite enviable press, if I may say so myself, such as Time Magazine, New York Magazine, Oprah, Harper's Bazaar, Essence, Marie Claire, and Vogue.com. Yumindi is a force. She is dynamic. She is intelligent. And she's here with us today. Thank you so very much, Yumindi, for joining us. Thank you for having me, Dr. Welcome. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be sitting with you. Call me Dr. Madeira. Girl, we're friends. Okay, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> this is podcasting, Dr. Shirley. <laughs> so, Yumindi, you are from Trinidad. Is that correct? Yes. That's where I was born, but I grew up in New York. Okay. So tell me about your journey from there to here and where you are right now. Yeah, well, my journey from Trinidad to the U.S. wasn't elaborate because I, I came here as a, a, as a little girl. Yes. So I'm pretty much a New Yorker. You That's know, I right. came here when I was about one years old. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But um, growing up in a Caribbean home, I'm definitely Caribbean. Yeah, I know about um, that. You know, my Caribbean mother would never let me forget that. And it was just inherent to my upbringing and yeah. I would never have it any other way. It's Good. Um, so wonderful the way, um, you know, just being around my mom, my aunts, uncles, yes. my grandparents. The values. The values. Um, and, and, <laughs> 
being brought to Trinidad as a child on yes. family vacations and things of that nature, being yes. immersed in the culture is yeah. absolutely fantastic. We have the best carnival in the world. <laughs> I, I won't say arguably, period. Um, you know, some of the things that we're known for, Calypso, Miss yes. World, Miss Universe. Yes. On and on and on. Yes. And I think that, if I may say so myself, and you can correct me, but those values that you were taught as a Caribbean-American woman stay with you today and probably help Absolutely. you in your career. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm definitely where I am today because of the values that my family instilled in me. Um, my mom was very ambitious and really, I have to say, dedicated her yeah. life to my success via her personal and professional example, yeah. and just not allowing me to take no for an answer or not reach for the stars. Yeah. And when you make your children to believe that they can be and do anything, the world is truly their oyster. And, and that's a it. gift that I'm, I'm tremendously grateful for. And, and I am grateful also, knowing what you do and how you do it. So speaking of your career and how you've gotten here, how and when did your career begin in fashion and beauty and PR? Well, that's quite interesting. I um, <laughs> had been in the sciences, <laughs> what? you know, my entire life. I had a microscope you at defected? seven. I defected. <laughs> I defected. Okay. Um, you know, my father, his brothers, they're pretty much all in, in the sciences. My father was a meteorologist. Okay. Um, that's cool. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to you know, be a surgeon or, yes. right, be yeah. a surgeon or, yes. or, or, or um, you know, study um, oncology or something of this nature. But yes. I had been immersed in that my entire life and just had an itch to do something a bit different, something creative. Um, and so I actually went into investment banking right out of school. Wow, despite. Despite studying, uh, my degree was in neurobehavioral psychology. Um, I had a minor in business administration and marketing, and um, thought that it was, you know, a good uh, career and profession for yeah. a young uh, Caribbean woman okay. to, you know, make your Get parents in the proud. Get in folks' minds. Investment banking, <laughs> and and I tried that for a couple of years, and then I asked my mom, like, um, do you mind if I want to make a career change? Because you're still depending on your parents, yes, you know, and you want their approval. And she's like, do whatever you want to do. And That's so wonderful. I um, actually, after that, after being encouraged by mentors, I interned in at Elle magazine. Okay. And at a brand, Nicole Miller. Yes. And um, after that internship at Nicole Miller and Elle Magazine, I was offered a position as PR director. Of course you were. Because in my extra spare time, yeah. I had a, I had a marketing company with oh, my best oh, friend oh, a little in side college. <laughs> <laughs> and after, you know... Testing the waters and seeing, you know, I, I realized that that was actually something that brought me a lot of joy. Yes. Uh, and so I explore, explored that area. And it wasn't yeah. easy um, starting off after work in investment banking, being successful at the top of my class, you know, in, in that regard, starting all over again. The questions from your friends that yeah. are coming up in the world and yeah. family, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but um, I had a lot of support. And my mother said, listen, you do whatever you want. Wonderful. Um, and I'm happy to have had the privilege to have that opportunity yes. to do so and um, was offered that position early on. And so right out the gate, I was able to, you know, as PR director of Nicole Miller, yeah, this brand on 7th Avenue, I was able to, um, 
you know, manage public relations and marketing events and celebrity dressing and the fashion shows and things of that nature. And after spending time there, moved on Mm -hmm. to Louis Vuitton and then Bottega Veneta and then consulting and then starting my own consulting firm. Unbelievable. So that's a short version. I know. And believe me, there's there's (laughs) definitely more. So I know you work with influencers. Who influenced you to engage in fashion and beauty? Uh, that, that actually, that's a very interesting question because I didn't, you know, coming from a background where I, you know, obviously I, I thought of these prudent professions, these solid professions, you get a degree and move forward. Yes. Uh, you know, you know what it means to be a doctor. Yes. You you know what it means to be an investment banker. Yes. This is something unheard, unheard of, of, something I didn't see, something that I didn't know about or imagine. And no uh, one in your family was in no. fashion and beauty. So you well, didn't yes. have that model. Yes. This is yes. this is where the retrospect comes yes. in. In <laughs> retrospect. But in, in the communication space, I know I, I had a friend that worked in, in public relations and music and okay. I thought it was interesting. And I was yeah. trying to figure something else out yes. besides investment banking. And I I discovered fashion public relations and I said wow this is really a lot more that you do a lot more at these fashion companies than one would imagine yes it's communications you're working with you're buying advertising yes. um if you know depending on how the department is structured you're buying advertising you're planning special events yes you're working in with philanthropic endeavors yes uh, art and design yes. uh you know fashion shows it's it's inc- it's all, all encompassing, encompassing um because fashion is aspirational so when a fashion company is looking for um, someone to run this division. It's yeah. there's a lot that you can do that I didn't know, so I yeah. got lucky in that yeah. regard. But mm. my aunt Deborah, yes. uh, she went to FIT oh, okay. and has been in the fashion business for 35 years. She's worked with a, a number of wonderful companies. Um, uh, you know, my other aunt, who's like my mom, she went yeah. to FIT, okay. you know, so it was, it was what was around me yes. and my mom's sisters were very fashionable. Oh, I love that. Uh, you know, the epitome of quintessential chic yeah. New Yorkers. Yes. I, I saw it all growing yes. up, you know, elaborate afros yes. and elaborate, um, platform heels right, the and accessories then and accessories that. Oh, and yeah. grew up watching Dynasty oh. or reruns of those you know, Diane Carroll, everything, you know, so <laughs> it, it was something that I was around and, okay. um, in retrospect there, no wonder I gravitated to it. It. it was, you know, that's yeah. wonderful. That's one. So it was around you. It was around. Okay. Me. And you may not have really noticed it, but it was there sort of, yeah. Sending nothing. you vibes. Sending me vibes. Yeah. Okay. Now, there have been some significant changes in the past years in PR and marketing, as oh, yeah, obviously you well sure. know. Everyone sort of does their own publicity. Mm-hmm. How does one maintain integrity and credibility in this space now? That's a multifaceted question. Yeah. It really is because there's so many layers to it. Um, you know, I have been able to, you know, I've actually read uh, on the beach, I think in, in in the last year or so, a yeah. book by a young woman called Influencer, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I thought it was an interesting read. It was an enjoyable read okay. on the beach, despite it being a yeah. business book. But it yes. was interesting because there's different levels of influencers. And yes. I think that the advent of social media has allowed 
folks to really understand the term influencer in some regard. Yes. There are individuals uh, like yourself and myself who have professions. Yes. And we are influential for that reason. Yes. And as such, um, you know, you can build a brand around that. Right. Um, I have garnered an impressive amount of... of, um, recognition in yes. the media yes you have for myself uh prof- professionally yes yeah i've never solicited anything ever Good so this you. is all because of where You're, i sit in the world yeah and your Which work makes sense. and your i work with you know in communication so yeah. i have relationships with media yeah. journals of course they're like oh interesting what you do let's talk about it right yes. Yes. so that's one side of of influence and there are individuals who are tremendously accomplished and talented, such as yourself. Thank you. And um, you know, my my firm were able to pull these relationships yes. towards individuals like you to amplify your stories, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. And then there's other individuals which I think are so wonderful who, you know, many young people yeah. sometimes that don't have a career. Yes. They don't know what to do. Yes. They want to find their place in the world and they create a brand for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a different animal. Right. So there's two sides of the coin. Right. Individuals who are professionals that have an opportunity to build a brand that will allow them to greater amplify their expertise. Their expertise. Or, yeah, understood. Their way of thinking. Yes. And then there's other individuals who find who who um, can create an opportunity to build a community. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe like the interest is in, you know, maybe your interest Maybe in um, motorsports. Yeah. Maybe your interest is travel. Yeah. Maybe your interest is business. Yeah. Maybe your interest is, you know, in in makeup. Whatever your interest is, there's an opportunity for you yes. to build a community, and that's one thing I love about branding yeah. in this time. Yeah. It's really. Um, so lovely to yeah. see and it's typically young people because they function very well in this space <laughs> yes. and they're you know they've sat down they're out of school they're trying to figure it out it's hard to find a job yes, it is. um for some figure mm-hmm. for many yeah. figure out your path and it takes right. years to get someplace and you stumble upon the fact that maybe i'm funny <laughs> you know i my friends laugh at my jokes yes. I'm going to go online and be a comedian. Yeah. And it's very um it's 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 painful yeah. because you're you're opening yourself. It's painful for everyone. Yeah. But liberating know? I think at but the same liberating time. Liberating is the word I'm looking right? for. Right? But liberating. Yeah. So the question was <laughs> <laughs> The question was how is it that you um maintain integrity and credibility in this space meaning you know, staying true to yourself, staying true to your message and not getting too hyped up on what is the brand. How do you tell what's real? You 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 sit down and you write on a piece of paper, who am I? Yeah. You write down who you are. Yeah. And write down what you want to be. And ask yourself as you look at this list on the left side and the right side of yeah. the paper, yeah. integrity's in the middle. Yeah. What, where is the integrity? Yeah. Authenticity is always going to be read. Yeah. People follow authenticity. Yeah. So no matter what you do and who you are, whether you are a professional and you want to amplify your brand message, or you don't have a profession but you have a talent or a passion and you build a community from there, it's the authenticity that is going to keep you going. Keep you going. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned 
mentioned relationships, and, and you've obviously, throughout your years of entrepreneurship and, and communications, PR, and strategy, you have garnered a lot of and nurtured a lot of relationships, and it seems like it's obviously essential to your success. So how do you leverage who you know to get done what you need to do, either for yourself or a client? The, the fortunate thing about my career is that it that was that was essentially my job so i had the opportunity to work at companies and be yeah. led by individuals who showed me how to do it yes. because that was my position yeah. Yeah. the beautiful thing is once you once i learned that i yeah. saw that there was an opportunity to translate that into many different ways yeah um so i think that it's um you again <laughs> how do you leverage your relationships right to yeah well, achieve what it is that you do well I well that again it's it's what I'm supposed to do professionally yeah, yeah. so and you thoroughly enjoy it I, mean, I I've enjoy seen you in it action. I you enjoy are so it. real with the people that you know I and think love. The, the what I enjoy about what I running my own consulting firm yes. is I'm not put into a box right. I am a multifaceted individual with yes. many interests as you can see, art yes. and design, fashion, yes. uh, you know, things that are aspirational, travel, technology. Yes. There are so many things that interest me. And so when oftentimes there's a brand that will come to me yes. and I will say, well, I don't know that this is something that I can, uh, you know, execute for you. And they're like, oh, yes, but I, I, I believe so <laughs> because I, I know they'll list yes. the reasons that I said, uh-huh, and we'll find success. Okay. So that's how I'm able to leverage um, at under there's an underlying thread across all the the brands that I develop and yes. and and consult for. There's something inherently that we are able to tie together in order to amplify their message. And some of those clients are designers. Yes. So you've met and interviewed many designers. Now, do you think there are any attributes that you find that are common among all of them, or what attributes distinguishes? one from the other or maybe sets up one more for success than the other if there is such a thing there you know it can't be a hundred percent across the board right but it is the oddest thing every single designer i've worked with yes has never had a deep desire to be a celebrity interesting <laughs> or step into the forefront so they it, like behind the scenes that's what they say mm. you know but it is a requirement of the job for them to be put forward yeah and I I don't know if it's be, if there's a correlation between me or they find me for that I reason. See. Yeah. But every single brand I've worked with, they're like, I'm not interested in being famous. I yeah. just want to build a successful yeah. business and company, yeah. and we do that. But part of building your brand is being on Front Street a yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, there are many introverts that I've worked with, and it's it's something that I have to hold their hands through, which is lovely because yeah. I get to tell you, you can stay inside. This right. is when you need to come out. <laughs> now, after 15 years in fashion and PR communications, what motivated you to become a founder and to actually start your own company? You've had such tremendous experiences and mentors and relationships. And then at one point you said, okay, that's great, but what was your but? <laughs> you know, it was very organic. I never planned um, at the at uh, the point when I started my firm, I it wasn't a, a plan. I took yeah. a hiatus, mm. was traveling, and the phone started ringing wow. and fantastic and interesting people yes. uh, began to call me and ask that I work with them. And yeah. I said, you know, this is not something yeah. I'm ready to do. <laughs> right. And, um, 
that's why your network is so powerful. Mm -hmm. I have great friends and, 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 and colleagues, and they said, oh my goodness, of course, this is yeah. something you should yeah. do. And I'd been encouraged that entire year that I started, 2020 will be 10 years. Oh my um, Are you having to, a party? Uh, of course. Okay, right. <laughs> because 20, I didn't yeah. think of it, but since right? you say so, yeah. obviously. 2020, the Big Ten. 2020, the yeah, Big Ten. Let's do yeah. the math. Party required. Party required. <laughs> Party required. Yeah. That's amazing. Noted. Andy. Yeah, right. Added to the to-do list. Okay. Yeah, they encouraged me to, they're like, oh, do this. You yeah. know, go ahead and do it. If you yes. don't like it, you know, just work for some corporation once again. And yes. I, I, act, I so enjoyed working with... Um, these founders that had come to me to help them realize their dreams. And there were no limitations because when you work for a corporate company, there are restrictions as to how much you can give and how much you can do. And I saw there was an opportunity niche in the market to do more than, uh, you know, public relations and communications, but business development. And that's how I developed a brand development firm because uh, you know, once you get to the executive level, I'm sitting in a conference room right. and, and uh, you know, and we are pl- making projections for five years out right. strategy. I have a wow. background in investment banking. Right. I am able to connect individuals. Yeah. Uh, you know, many of these businesses need capital. Of course. And I have those relationships. Wonderful. So the best way to encompass all of those things was really to establish a brand development firm by which I'm able to, you know, tweak someone's business yeah. model so that they can accelerate their success. That's why your Instagram account is you Mindy360 because yes. you do it full <laughs> circle, girl. I just got that exactly. Mindy360, I got it. I'm following you, and I'm that's like, three what it's that's oh, the, now you it makes hit it sense. on the nose. There you go. So besides grit vision and perseverance, all of which you have, what qualities do you believe are needed to succeed as an entrepreneur in addition to those? Wow. Those are the ones. Those are the ones. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Next question. No, but you, know, you, you, you have integrity there, right? I actually, I wrote grit, vision, and perseverance. So I didn't have integrity. Integrity is okay. important. Um, you know, I'm proud to say that 98% of my business has been on a referral basis for the Michael, last decade. That says a lot. Um, and and I am an introvert, so uh-uh. I've never yeah, I've ne- <laughs> but I will I will do what I have to do yeah. to be successful. Yes. And um, you know, it it's never I've never been comfortable with saying, hey, here I am, yes. work with me. Right. What I can do is an excellent job for someone and allow that to be my calling card. And that has been um, something that's important for me. So no matter how small your your or you, you know your project is or whatever yeah. your ear of expertise is yes. i don't care if you are cutting grass right you make sure that you're the best, best grass, grass cutter, cutter ever. ever you're making <laughs> cupcakes and that's your business that's you right. perfect your formula yeah. and that is really what it boils down to because at the end of the day um the core of your business has to be great in order for you to stay in business. You have to be good. And that's something you need to work towards. Everything else will fall into place. Now, you've been in New York all of your life for the most part. Do you think you need additional attributes to succeed in the Big Apple? Or it's just, you know, the grit, the perseverance, the vision, the integrity? (laughs) That's really hard asking a New Yorker because... I know, right? (laughs) I I, I tell you, I love being a New Yorker. Me too. Um, I, you know, I have been all We're over like the, the world. Best city in the world ever. We are the best city in the world ever. <laughs> and I never forget um rest in peace my my aunt Jackie who was a 
very successful woman, um, passed away of an aneurysm oh, at, at the age of 48 in very 2012, young. and Vice President J.P. Morgan Chase, and we, wow. my mentor, we were sitting in her car driving over the Brooklyn Bridge, oh, and my, I remember you. the city lights, and she looked over my shoulder and said, this is the best city on earth, just look. Mm. And that memory, yeah. you know, is yeah. always in my mind. And special. there's so much about New York because if you can make it here, you can make it That's anywhere. And um, I think that I have friends who have since boohoo in the last year <laughs> left in New York. <laughs> I mean, and it's a grind. trying to find their their um, their flow, their, their flow mojo. in their new cities yeah. and so forth. They realize that you know, wow, I being in New York, you're surrounded by so many brilliant ambitious people yeah. and just characters oh, of yeah. every oh, yeah. age and walk of life. There's yeah. something that you can learn from and that's the beauty of being a New Yorker. I agree with you. I mean, it's it's almost like a love-hate relationship that I have. I, I love the people, I love the energy, I love the culture, I love the diversity. And then there are times when Sitting in traffic, or you know, don't let me. I can run down the list of things about New York. To be fair, oh, okay. it can be a bit stinky every other yes. street you oh walk gosh. to. Forget about it. Good luck driving down Sixth Avenue oh, yeah, in in on your own yes. or in a like. I learned how to drive. Yes. Driving down Sixth Avenue, yeah. fighting with yellow cabs. Yeah, now it's I the know. Ubers and now so it's the forth. Ubers and, everybody. and people are rude. Yeah. And people are also lovely. On yes. my way over here today, yes. I witnessed. I almost had tears in my eyes. Aww. A woman who w is homeless on the street, and I saw two New Yorkers literally stand up, ask how she was doing, Aww. embrace this woman wow. who was homeless, dirty, wow. hug her, did you yeah. eat today? Oh. Coming up the street yeah. on Madison Avenue, right. I saw a woman with a carriage and another New Yorker stop to give this woman $10, wow. and this is all on my way here. Yeah. New Yorkers are some of the most yeah. beautiful people, and I do understand a lot of the aggression comes <laughs> yeah. from stress. It and, does, You yes. know, per square foot, there's a lot of yeah. people. a lot of so folks. It's dense, so you, you run across <laughs> different situations. So I try to smile and give sunshine to those who make Thank you it. for doing so, our ode <laughs> to New York. Yes. So how important, <clears throat> excuse me, is strategy? Right? It, is it possible to have the ambition and the vision, but not necessarily know how you're going to get to where you want to go? Strategy is absolutely everything. Um, let me be clear. There are a lot of people, especially in this time of, of a, a low barrier to entry for many businesses, on so many levels, and yeah. I won't even go into yeah. that. You know, yes. with you can start an e-commerce business, you can get a certification here and there. You might have immediate success at anything, yeah. right? But for longevity, you need strategy. Yes, for sure. And there are folks who start things and it doesn't take off, and that requires persistence. Yes, um, you need to read books. You need to surround yourself with individuals who will inspire you. You need to open your circle. Yeah. Strategy is very important. Have a plan. And if things aren't going well, yes. you may have to consider that this isn't your thing. Right. You've just listened to part one of Forever Fab podcast. Please stay tuned for part two coming up next.